Jay, what's good, my brother? How are you? This is good. How's it going? Oh, man. A crispy Tuesday, October 6, 2020. And boy, we got so much to talk about. You know what? I don't even know where to start. So, you know what? I'm going to throw the eight ball at you. And I'm I'm still stuck in D.C. right now for the week. I'm staying far away from the White House. That's for sure. Well, listen, man. You could trip and fall in front of the White House and get hazard pay. I need my hazard pay, man. Everybody crying about this extra unemployment money. I mean, I've been working. I've been working since June. I ain't seeing no money. I ain't getting no extra money. All I'm getting is twelve hundred dollars. So that well, stimulus package to me ain't the, if they pass it or don't. It ain't helping me. Well, it can help a lot of people. There are a lot yeah. of people that could that could use that little boost because if they've been furloughed and laid off and they they have bills, they have children. It may not seem like a lot, but that little bit can help the American people. And for the president to be so selfish to say, I'm not gonna sit down and negotiate this bill until after I win the election. Wow. That's that's hmm. That's very confident. After I win. He talks all that crap. He don't really got no say in all this. If the Congress and Senate decide they want to do something, which they won't. He ain't got no choice but to sign that bill. Well, here's the thing. It would actually hurt his election, too, if he tried to veto. Exactly. And now all of those senators, their jobs are on the line right now because now everybody's watching. What are you going to do now? So this is from both sides, too. Both parties are getting the heat on this. Exactly. So there's a lot of turmoil. But if you ask me, I'll go back. I'll say it again. I think there should be term limits in both houses. And that and that will probably eliminate a lot of these problems because these dinosaurs that have been here forever. Yeah, I say three two year terms, so that's eight years mm-hmm. in Congress and House of Representatives. And and I say two two six year terms in, in the Senate, because you know they they're every six years. Correct. That's it. Bye. Yeah, you get twelve years in the Senate. I think that's a that's a nice retirement. And if you, you know, haven't done if you haven't done anything in twelve years, you don't deserve any more time. Goodbye. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot of time. Twelve well, years is enough time. Okay. Well, I could tell you one thing: if if most of the American people want to know that they're being uh, taken for a ride, take a look at the portfolios before they come into office, and look at where they are now. Right. 20, 30 years, 40 years in the game. They're multimillionaires. You know? Right. And um, I think there should be a I think there should be a cap in salary when you are when you're in Congress because if you're already bringing in a million, let's say you're bringing in one point five million in assets, there's no need for you to make three, four hundred K a year no more as a representative. Well, uh especially uh when the way you look at things now, it's like, you know, nothing is getting done. Yeah. But, every, I mean, but we, every, we, we should have a choice. We should have a choice on what they should be paid. Hmm. <laughs> and I bet you if they only got paid 50000 a year, nobody would want to be the, nobody would want to do the job. 
I get not, it. It's not worth the stress to them. Well, they make it. They make it stressful. A lot of this could be easy. How so? You know, all we got to do is start now. This is the unpopular opinion, but, you know, eliminating lobbying, a lot of things will get done in, in Washington. I, I agree. If, if you remove the lobbyists, then that removes the corporations. Because yeah, no, nobody can bribe you. Exactly. That's the secret government people don't realize. You know, the faces that you never see are the most powerful people in Washington, D.C. Nah, man, you're a conspiracy theorist. You know? No, that's a fact. Right. That's a fact. That's not no theory or conspiracy. You don't see the lobbyists. But they're the ones who sit and making these phone calls to your congressman, your senator, to get them to do what they want for whatever corporation a lobbyist is representing. And on top of that, what what I'm not liking now is is that, you know, it's coming from both sides of the fence. You got a lot of blacks, you got a lot of whites that are now saying, oh, you know, now that they're doing this whole, you know, this whole Antifa movement, the whole Marxism, whatever you want to call it, communism, uh, uh, now they're throwing Black Lives Matter into the same discussion and everything like that. Oh, you know, these people here. They want to turn America into a communist state. And, and uh, I'm like, you know, capitalism hasn't really worked. So uh, I, I mean, I'm not totally against communism, to be honest with you, because we never tried it yet. And, I don't think you want to try it either. Uh, I mean, but this is kind of what the popular thing is now, don't you think? Communism? Yeah, yeah. it's it's they, I mean, this movement is getting big. It's getting strong. I don't think so. You want the government to control every aspect of your life? Well, they claim this is a different communism. See, I'm glad you brought that up because they're claiming this is a different a different type of communism. Like, oh, you know, we're anti-fascist and we're, uh, you know, the, the wealth should be spread out evenly. And, you know, they advocate stuff like that. And it's like basically the corporations and the government have to distribute money equally to everyone kind of well, brings we, down, you know, kind of breaks down the workforce a little bit. Well, when you have communism, the government just controls every aspect of your way of life. Right. But it seems like that's what they want. Seems like they want everything to be government funded, everything to be government regulated. You know, they're, they're into this big, big government. And I mean, like I said, I'm not totally against it. I'm willing to hear it out. But at the same time, I don't see how that's sustainable either. Well, if you look at history and you look at the countries that were under communist rule or fascism, because they're not exactly the same, uh, and then you think about your way of life in a capitalist society, we have free enterprise, uh, we have unions that represent the small guy and the guy in the middle. Uh, imagine if you didn't have that, what your life would be like. All your freedoms taken away. So now, under communism, you have no Second Amendment. You're not bearing any arms. 
You can't protect yourself. Your freedom of speech has gone out the window. Now well, it kind of kind of seems like that's what they want. Who is uh, they? We, we want to. We are, you know the the this Marxist movement. You know Antifa and and all these other. I'm not going to throw Black Lives Matter into it, even though some of their theories are a little far fetched for me too. But um, they're not really promoting communism. But you got all these other different subgroups. Uh, the progressives of America. Um, you know, you got a lot of the the LGBT. TQAI plus community now they call them whatever they so on this. Yeah, a lot of acronyms nowadays. Yeah, I'm telling you. Uh, you know, and then you know you got Antifa, who's the leaders in this. You know, they're like, hey, you know what? We're they're not going to say they're anarchists, but that's essentially what they are. Really, they're just like, you know, what? we're going to destroy the whole structure of capitalism. Like I, I watch videos on these so, people. So, like, so, so let's let's write them a letter. What's their address? Do we have an address for Antifa? That's funny though, because I don't think they're a legit organization. I just think they're a um, they're, they're another form of militia. Well, the FBI said they're an ideology. They're not an organization. Wow. I mean. I, I, I mean, you can go online and you can read about them, but they, you're not going to find much. But check this out. The Ku Klux Klan, they're, they're, they have an address. A lot of these white supremacist groups, you know, they incorporate yeah, they a lot. Do. They actually do. Yeah. They're nonprofits. Right. So that is a physical, tangible group that you know where they are. So may, maybe, maybe Antifa is a more, uh, 21st century uh, form of uh, getting their point across, whereas they don't have a physical address, so you can't go kicking in their doors. But they get their message across via social e social media. Oh yeah, probably like private landlines and stuff. I mean, they're probably everyday regular people that we know too. You know, and they're I'm part of this organization. They're all on call. I've seen a, in a lot of videos some strange people in these protests destroying shit. Oh, yeah. They were very strange, man. I mean, if yeah. you don't remember, I don't know if anybody remembers seeing the video where George Floyd protests and everything was being real peaceful at first. And then this guy came with an umbrella dressing all black with, yeah. a, uh, with a gas mask. And then he started breaking the windows of AutoZone. Exactly. And then he just walked away like it was nothing, and people chased after him, and he was throwing them on the floor. Like the guy looked very, very sus, man. Like he looked very suspicious. Exactly. So, I wouldn't go as far as saying he was Antifa. Like he, he, he was something else. Listen, um, have we ever met? Has the leader of Antifa ever spoken out to anyone? Actually, they have. I mean, they've been interviewed by um, NBC a few times. I watched it. You can go on YouTube, and they block out their faces and all that. And you know, they tell the news they don't want their face to be on television. But I'm talking about the leadership. Has anyone like the Klan has a leadership? Uh, Neo Nazis, white supremacists, Proud Boys—they all have a leadership. There's a hierarchy. So, who is the leader of Antifa? It's a good question. It's a mystery. Nobody knows who's really behind it. I mean, even we know who's behind it, BLM. But so, Jim, let me ask you. People are. While we on Antifa, I, I was trying to figure this out for quite some time. But who the hell is Boogaloo? <laughs> I, I, that, that's news to me. 
I mean, you have these subsets of hate groups sprouting up all over the place like weeds. Proud Boys, Boogaloo. Jesus. I remember well, Boogaloo. Believe it or not, man. Proud Boys has been around for a while now, though. Proud Boys? Yeah, the Proud Boys has been around since, like, 2014. They came around the time where they got sick of Obama. And that's when they started to, like, rise up and stuff like that. You can look this up. Proud Boys is pretty old. They're nothing new. They, they've been around for a little while. But um, And there's a few of them here in New York City. Yeah, they had a little tussle. Uh, I think last summer they got into a, a fight with, was it a so-called uh, Black Lives Matter group or was it Antifa? I don't know. Uh, but I, yeah, to they, me, it's, yeah, that's how far and the Lower East Side or something they were fighting with a bunch of Antifa members. Yeah. Now, now here you got grown ass men, you know what I'm saying, like wanting to be in gangs or, you know, because that's all they are proud boys and it's a fucking gang of fucking idiots. Uh, hey, well, I, I think I, I would say the same for both sides, really. Oh, I agree. Anybody that's out there trying to destroy things and trying to incite the public to join in and, and, and riot and it, listen, I understand your anger and frustration, but let's, let's be real. Burning down your community is really not helping the cause, in my opinion. Others may think differently, but at the end of the day, Let's look at what happened to Detroit. Uh, let's look at what happened uh, to Bushwick in Brooklyn. And uh, in the 70s, after the blackout, you, you, know, you burn down your community. And then now what? Now look what you're left with. All the businesses that were there, now they're gone because you destroyed them. And then you leave an opportunity for a whole other demographic to come in. Exactly. And they buy Exactly. They, buy, they open up their shops, and then you wonder what happened to your neighborhood. You burn it down your goddamn self. Yeah. But, so uh, now... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm just... Like, now we're coming up on, you know, some very local uh elections in our area very important elections and and you, you know you have it on a national level you have november 3rd is the presidential election and we have local elections so uh people when you come out to vote don't forget that um there are local elections so don't bypass them and just vote for the president and don't pay attention uh, to the other names on those ballots. Well, fun fun fact: if you don't if you don't bubble in the whole ballot, nothing counts. I just want to let people know that right now. I don't know why the news doesn't cover this much, but you cannot leave anything blank on your ballot. It voids the whole ballot. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, yeah, you know, you you must vote for everything that's on the paper, even if you don't know who these people are. You better start any mini mighty mowing. You know. Take your time or, or, or try to research the local elections and find out who has your best interests at heart. You know, vote for who you think is going to be the better candidate for where you live. Don't follow the status quo. That's time for change. And it all starts local.
Yeah, you know, everyone thinks that, you know, if Biden becomes president, the whole the whole uh, country's problems will be solved. And it's not true. No, absolutely. You're right. You know, they, they put him up here like he's the like he's the path to righteousness and he's going to be the Christ to save us all. And it's just not true. He ain't going to be able to do much. You know, now if he has a let's say Biden wins and the Senate stays in control with Republicans, and let's keep the House. It'd be the same thing. Right. Now, let's say that the Republicans take the House, which I highly doubt that'll happen. And, and let's say the Republicans keep the Senate. And then you have Joe Biden as a president. Well, that's just as that's just as good as having Trump in office. <laughs> well, did you see the last election, Jeff? Yeah. Were you entertained? Not really. What did you think of it? Um, for one, I thought one side of the coin kind of slept on the other. Uh, you know, they seemed to think that they had things in the bag. You know, a lot of people did show up. See, the, the big misconception here is, see, they're pushing everyone to vote now because the stakes are so high and we're in the turning point. Understandable. But there was a high voter turnout in 2016, a very high one especially amongst young people. And that guy still found a way to win. So that, that should scare a lot of people. But there's a lot of factors now in this one because now you got, you know, these paper ballots. They're very questionable. Uh, you know, then you got these early voting that a lot of people are not aware of yet still. I guess a lot of people still don't know that you can vote early now. Then you got people who are scared to go to the polls because of various reasons. And, you know, this virus also killed a lot of people. So there's a lot of people who may have been Republican, may have been Democrat in these areas that are essential to the presidency, you know, like Pennsylvania, Florida, Arizona, you know, the swing states. We don't know how that's going to affect the election either, all these people that died. 200,000 people died. So, Well, I say don't be afraid. Don't be intimidated. Go out to vote. Don't worry about these clowns trying to show up at the polls with firearms because they'll be arrested. Okay, the only people that should be at a, at a polling station are police officers. Not right. some quasi wannabe Green Beret, SWAT team, you know, w- you know, wanted to be a cop at one time or another, you know, so now they want to dress up <laughs> and play G.I. Joe. Um, that shit ain't going to work. Let people well, exercise their right to vote. You got some people who are scared of the police now, too. So having a cop in the polls make, might make some people be like, right, I'm not coming in here. No, but we all, we all know what the cop looks like at the poll. He sits in a certain area, and he's not out front, you know, for the most part. And they're not intimidating people. They're not out there with shotgun shells thrown all over their shoulders with Kevlar on all wrong and, you know, all kind of military apparatus. That's, that's what was intimidating, especially probably to an older demographic to come to a police station and, you know, yeah. see uh, you. I'm, you know, I'm very pro second amendment, but I always said things like that is not, that's, that's very extreme. That's very overboard. And it's not, it's unnecessary. And, and you know these people came to vote. They didn't come to go to war with you. Nope. 
that's stuff you see in third world countries. Yeah, you're right. You know, some of these people really push their 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 rights and limits to 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 greater extremes. Well, here here here's this. Here's a question, Jeff. There's a difference between patriotism and nationalism. And I think some people don't understand the two. Maybe they think they're one and the same, but they're not. Well, they're not, but I mean, nationalism is also a very uh, misconstrued definition as well, because nationalism only became a negative word when, when Hitler used it. And Hitler used it for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. And but, how many people died behind nationalism and Nazi Germany? Yeah. I mean, but the, the, the proper definition of nationalism is someone who cares for their country and puts their country before others. And creates an enemy. Well, that's unfortunately, nationalism is not a negative word. It's not a negative definition. It all depends on who's using it. Well, as we can see from history, we know a lot of the time it's not used for good. Now, patriotism and love for your country, I don't have a problem with that. Because a true patriot is not trying to sow division. It's not trying to sow hatred. They love their country. Now, that could be up for debate because maybe nowadays you have patriots and you have super patriots. You know, that uh, everything about the flag. Well, technically speaking, uh, a flag shouldn't be on your T-shirt. A flag shouldn't be on a bandana. A flag shouldn't be a tablecloth. Technically, ask any military person, they'll tell you. However, I mean, well, I don't, I don't really agree with patriotism because patriotism can be very dangerous. Super patriotism. Yeah, you know, yeah, because you know the thing is, is that you have to. It's one thing saying you love your country, and then there's another thing now where you you're trying to turn something into now where you're trying to dictate to people what is quote unquote your country and what is not your country, you know. It, I, I don't know. I think they both should be. I guess at this point now they both should be negative. But I mean, I, I don't know why people now get mad at people who want to fly American flags. I mean, this is the country we live in, and this is our flag. You know, and I mean, let them fly their flag. I, I just don't see. I don't see what the flag really is. Well, he, here's the thing. I I think the majority of Americans really have no issue. With the flag, they just feel like they're not being represented by our government properly. So when they want you to stand for the flag or do a pledge of allegiance, uh, America is a free country and you do have the freedom of expression. That's what a lot of our soldiers go out there and fight for your freedoms. So... Who are who am I to be upset because someone doesn't want to pledge allegiance to the flag or salute the flag? I mean, you know, I got I got mixed reviews on that because for one, I mean, you know, you were born here. That's another story. 
But like if you're an immigrant and you came here, it's a whole nother ball game now. Like and I'm not talking about against police brutality or white supremacy or none of that. What I'm trying to say is though you have people who came from other countries, other circumstances, right? Mm-hmm. They came to America and they view America as one way. And it's going to be very hard to choose. Like, I'm, I'm going to use one example. Someone who came from El Salvador. Okay. All right. They came into America. They did it the legal way or whatever. They got here. They got their citizenship. It's going to be very hard for you to convince that person that America is this really bad place. Because it's all perspective, really. Now, when you go to an African-American or, or a black or a person of color, I hate using that term, African-American, though. But. Some mm-hmm. people actually classify themselves as that, so I'm going to respect it. But, you know, you know, you got people of color, too, who are going to be like, oh, this country never cared for me. You know, I don't have to love this country. This country never loved me. That's their right. And then, exactly. you, have, then you have those people who are very pro-America. You know, typically they're going to be white or they're going to be some form of immigrants. And they're going to say, oh, well, we have a lot of freedoms here and you should love your country. This is the best country in the world. And, and I'll be honest with you, it really still is the best country in the world really. for those who have actually traveled for those who have actually seen other places. I mean, it could be a lot worse too. I'm just keeping it real. I say you created an Island for all the racist people to go problem solved. What do you think, Jeff? Yeah, I, I agree with that, but I mean, you can't tell me there's not one country you could go to in this world where it's going to be racism free. Oh no, that's that's everywhere, you know. And you know, uh, I was I, I my wife showed me like a I guess it's some uh, a TikTok challenge of these young white kids that are challenging their racist parents on their views because this younger generation, which they're, they're in their teens, they have friends of all races. So they're having a problem with their parents' racism. And it's, I'm, I'm going to send you the video. You have to see it. I've seen it. I, 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 I'm aware of those challenges and they're very, they're very good. Like, and the uh, children are more intelligent and sound more educated than their parents. Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of that has to do with social media. You know, we have a lot more access to information now. The older generation didn't really have them tools no. to, to educate themselves. They kind of just stayed wherever they grew up. They didn't really go anywhere. But I could tell that a lot of those parents in the videos, right, I can't say that they're really racist. I just think that they just lack education, really. They don't really understand what their kids are trying to tell them. No, no. When, when you heard the la- – when I heard the language – and, and and those and those videos, they're racist. I you can't sugarcoat that shit. You know, you you know, you calling people that they're, they're animals, they're savages. They're, come oh on. yeah, well, but then a lot of them also too, especially one of the dads. One of the dads says, "Well, he's like, of course I like black people." He was like, "I mean, you know, a lot of them keep saying, you know, the whole thing about throwing they got friends and all that." But he was saying, "Well, he was like, of course I like black people." And he was like, of course, Black Lives Matter. So when they say, of course, Black Lives Matter, I'm like, all right, well, a real racist would never admit that. But then they go off script and they'll say, oh, yeah, but, you know, a lot of them live in the hood. And I mean, you know, a lot of that has to do with lack of education, really. I mean, people really think that all black people live in the hood. Exactly. And, 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 and you know, it's, it, it's sad. But 
at the same time, it's like, yo, the media, they don't really shine a bright light on black people. There's a lot of good black people doing well in the hood. There's a lot of black people that don't live in the hood that's doing well. The media never really broadcasts that. Well, um, what that means is you need to have your own networks and broadcast your own shows and put out positive imagery of your people. However, Bill Cosby tried that. He was shut down when he tried to buy a network. Yeah. I'm not going to go and comment too much on that because, uh, you know, I got a lot of females in my family and all that. I don't want them to sit here and think that I'm not believing women. But, uh, you know, the big conspiracy out there, not saying I believe it, but a lot of people out there saying that, you know, all these women came about after he was trying to buy NBC. Exactly. Well, you know what's so funny? Trump and Cosby were friends. I wonder why he didn't give Cosby a pardon. It's interesting. Yeah, very interesting. They both were screwed by NBC. Exactly. I wonder why he didn't give him a pardon. Well, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I might have to change the topic because for personal reasons, I can't discuss NBC too much. But, uh, you know, um, all I'm going to say is, though, it's a good network. But, um, of course, there's some things that should be changed across all media spectrums, not just NBC. All of them need all of them need to change. They're all a nuisance. <laughs> well, if you look at it, there's only a few families that own all the networks. Yeah. And believe it or not, a lot of them are Jewish owned. Hmm. You might have some truth there. I can't, you know. Now, believe it or not, CNN, Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers is a Jewish network. It's no secret. You can Google this. Mm -hmm. They're orthodox Jews that that are behind Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers own CNN. They own Time Warner. They they own all those networks like CNN, MSNBC, CNBC, NBC is owned by Comcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bright House Networks, you, you can call them. Then you have AT&T, who's a subdairy of the Warner Company, of the of the Warner Company as well. And they're also under uh, a series of other ones. You got Spectrum. Spectrum is under uh, Charter. Charter Communications is basically a subdairy of Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. A lot of these media are all connected. ABC is, a, a, is, is owned by Disney. Correct. All of that ABC knows that's all Disney. And, and then you have Fox. Fox News is actually the only news source left that is independently owned, really. Yeah, but that's why they're so radical like that, because they're independently owned. They're not really tied to any big corporation. Yeah, that's why they're so loose with their content. Then you got PBS, <laughs> which is a public, which is a public funded. That's why I don't really understand why people watch PBS. PBS gets a lot of funding from the federal government, so they're not going to really report too many bad things about the federal government. They don't really even... That's not even a topic on a lot of their programs. Yeah. You know, so they're not going to bite the hand that's feeding them. No, I mean, they're they're called the public broadcasting system. So public broadcasting, that's public. That They're getting funds from the federal government, so if anything, that's like state media in a way. Hmm. Well, 
I, I guess just throwing that out there. A lot of people are not too familiar with that. I know we went off topic, but you know they're they're not pushing the Nielsen rating, so they I guess they don't see them as a threat. <laughs> right. Well, again, are you going to really report something bad about Congress when Congress is the ones that approve your funds to stay to stay operating? You exactly. Know. You turn a blind eye. You know. You know. I. I. I um. I actually read a lot now. See, I used to read the Wall Street Journal a lot, and that's probably why I have a lot of conservative views. See, when you're younger, I used to read every newspaper. Um, I used to read the New York Times when I was 10 years old. I used to steal it off the subway from people who would just leave it on the seat because mm-hmm. that newspaper was very expensive at the time. I could not afford to buy that newspaper every day. You know, the Wall Street Journal. I used to read the New York Post. I used to read the Daily News. You know, of course, I grew up in New York City. And then I also subscribed to the Washington Post and, and stuff like that. So I read so many different news sources. And then I started to realize that every news source that I was reading had a different opinion. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, having no. different opinions. And, and I really suggest that everyone reads everything. I suggest not someone not watch Fox News. I suggest people to watch Fox News. I suggest people to watch CNN. I suggest people to watch MSNBC. And don't just don't just watch it just to watch it. Like really pay attention to see how different they are. Well, it's it's now it seems like nowadays you, you don't know fact from fiction. What 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 right. is the what is the truth is a lie. And what is a lie has become the truth. And that's a dangerous combination. And here we now, we're heading how many days to the election, Jeff? Uh, what's today? Uh, we actually got less than, we got about 26 days. 27 days, sorry. We got 27 days until the election. I tell you, this is probably the most uh, anxiety-filled election of my lifetime. You know, because- well, I'll be honest with you. I'm not worried because... Ain't none of these two presidents can do anything for me. I'll, I'll just keep it real, man. I really got to be that guy tonight. Well, you know, I don't really care who the president is. None of them got anything to offer me. Well, it doesn't matter who wins. The aftermath is what I'm worried about. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's valid. You know, this. I'm going to tell you right now, it doesn't matter who wins. They're both, it, it don't matter. One side is going to be pissed. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I, I think the majority of Americans are smarter than that. You know. Oh yeah. I don't think they're going to try to destroy the republic. Just no, because. I don't think it's really that bad, honestly. Uh, have you been listening to the rhetoric lately? From well, I mean, you know, the guy is going to talk his crap. But I'm, I, honestly, I really believe that majority of Americans don't really feed into this political beef. They don't really feed into Antifa. They don't feed into the Proud Boys or the white supremacists too much. A lot of people, mostly majority of this country, man, they all just want to make sure that they're going to be okay. And right. I really think what's really more important right now, and I mean, I know it's very hard to ignore this stuff because it is, they are a threat. White supremacy is a threat. Social inequality is a, is a, is a, big, is a big part in our society, but I'm telling you, man, 
we got to fix the economics, man. Because once we fix the economics in this country, you're going to start to see crime go down. You're going to start to see a lot of people having opportunities and things well, like that. I mean, well, we, we, forgot, we really got to fix this place, man. We forgot a lot of other threats, like not trying to put a dent in poverty, homelessness, uh, right. affordable, affordable well, that's economics affordable again. housing, you know, uh, but see, everyone thinks that trickles down and everything is done on a federal level. No, 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 no. No, no, it's city and state too, man. Your, your state representatives are just as important. Exactly. Your city elected officials, your city council, uh, your state assembly, your state senators. You have to be cognizant of who you vote for and yeah, these governor. Exactly. So, and, you know, a lot of people got to understand that the states actually hold more power in this country than the federal government. So most of the time, the states can do what they want. Correct. The separations of the states and the federal government. So, you know, one is not more powerful than the other. But uh, for us to, uh, let's say, uh, and Rockaway, what's the population? 150,000 maybe? What do you think? Right. A more? Right. It's about roughly that. It might increase a little. Okay. So in local elections, how many people you think vote or registered voters? Oh, we, we have a lot of registered voters. They just don't show up. <laughs> See, that's a problem. And then people want to complain, but they don't do their civic duty by getting up and going out to vote. And you could send in your ballots now. There's no excuse now. They have early voting. There's no goddamn excuse the, now. The, the thing is, though, that the real challenge here is, though, and I get it, voter suppression could be an actual topic. But aside from that, I spoke to some people who never voted before. And for some reason... Are you serious? How old are they? Uh, yes, yeah, they're they're in their thirties. A lot of them, some of them are in their their old. You know, some of them are in their mid thirties. Some are actually my age in the mid twenties. Absolutely, never voted before. Shameful, shameful. I mean, you know, I'm not gonna really throw shade because a lot of these people came from like you know homes that you know they weren't well educated. A lot of them didn't really have the the knowledge or basis of how. You know, I'm be honest with you. Schools have a big part in this too. They don't really teach you this stuff no Jeff, more. School Jeff, like that, that excuse does not rock with me, because guess what? A lot of the people that got their ass kicked and got dog sicked on them didn't have high levels of education, but they went out there and went up against the machine. So you can have the right to vote. So I don't want to hear that shit. No, well, you know, you got you got a good point now. But I'm be honest with you, some of these people I molded. Like, you know, they didn't know who their state representative is. They didn't know who their city councilman was. They knew who the president was. But they know how many they, they know how many pair of Jordans came out, but they don't know who the elected officials are. That's bullshit, man. That's the yeah. problem. Well, a lot of people really don't pay attention to these things. It's sad. But um, you know, I started telling, I started putting them on, they're like, oh, okay, all right. There's like uh, you know. I, I hate this. The one part I don't like about trying to register people to vote. I'll be honest with you. I feel like somebody should be able to choose whatever party they feel like they want to choose. 
And you and, should. And, and you, you should. Know, but... Go ahead, Jeff. No, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, some of these people are like, oh, well, what's a Democrat? What's a Republican? And I used to hear some of the most ridiculous things. And this is just me being very fair and very independent. You, you cannot tell a black person that, oh, you shouldn't be a Republican. You shouldn't tell a white person you shouldn't be a Democrat. That, that, that's just a very, that's a very bad way of trying to get people to vote because now it's already given a, a negative light into the situation where you're, oh, well, why shouldn't, well, I want to be a Republican. And I've had people tell other people, oh, well, why, why you choose a Republican? Oh, well, why you choose a Democrat for? And it's like, listen, these people chose their party. That's their right. Let them have it. And they can always change their party later. It's really nobody's damn business. Right. You know, what party or or who you vote for. You know, I've never seen so many expressions for party affiliation, libtards, uh, you know... (laughs) Like, you know, all these fucking uh, conservative nut jobs. You know, I'm just like, you know, you guys are so caught up in the bullshit that the the the, the guy behind the guy fucking curtain is laughing while he's robbing your ass blind, while he's de- while he's destroying the unions. But you're loyal to a party. That party ain't loyal to you. It's not. Because yeah, of the, keep it real, both parties are screwing us right now. Just look about the stimulus, you know. Like, exactly, exactly. See, it's not even about the American people anymore, because the president just said, "Screw you! It's all about me. You ain't getting shit until I get elected." So, no matter who you're voting for, or who you thought you were voting for, or what party affiliation. Common sense should start be kicking in like, wait a minute. What did this guy just say? Are you serious? Yeah, I, I wasn't happy about that today at all. You know, not just because my stocks went down, but just it, apparently it's like, yo, dude, you're supposedly supposed to be having COVID. And you coming out here now with this BS instead of just, how about you recover and leave us alone for a couple of weeks? How many sick people, Jeff, you know that are out there tweeting? <sighs> Yo, you remember when I was sick when I came back from vacation in December? I don't even think I answered the phone for you for a couple of days. Exactly. So You know, like, I was out of it, man. I couldn't freaking be on Facebook. And everybody know I love Facebook. I couldn't be on Facebook for a couple of days. Like, I had a really bad cold, man. Yeah, It might have been COVID, to be honest with you. I had, I, I, I had family members sick with COVID, friends. And trust me, the last thing they were doing was on social media trying to get some likes or some tweets or some follow or, no. or some trending. That's Hell the no, last I was trying thing. to survive. That's, that, that's the last thing. So uh, I'm just, you know, it, it's like to a point, yo, let's get it over with, man. Let, let's, you know what? You know, that little slogan that, that he used, you know, make America great again, should have been make America hate again because that's all he did was put hatred at the forefront. Well, you know, it's kind of like how I feel. Like, make America great again, and everybody's going to really hate me for saying this. It's a really bad slogan. It's really misinterpreted, just like BLM is misinterpreted. So the reason why I say Black Lives Matter is misinterpreted, not saying it's a bad name, but when you say Black Lives Matter now to 
people who don't really have a brain or people who are not well educated on race relations, they're going to look at that as a sense of divide. Correct. Just like when you say make America America great again, now you tell them the other side, oh, well, what do you mean great again? When was it ever great? You know, a lot of people ask that question a lot. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. When was this country really great? I, I must admit, I don't. I, I can't think of a time where this country was great. So make America great again. I don't really. I don't. I don't get it. I know Ronald Reagan used this back then. I guess I, I don't know. I wasn't alive. You could tell me, but uh, <laughs> you know, I wasn't alive for Ronald Reagan. But I think his slogan was "Make America Great." Wasn't that his his, his nah. campaign slogan? Yeah, but he's he's a good actor. <laughs> he's a good actor. So it carried over into politics, you know. It carried over. Well, Donald Trump was an actor too. Exactly, and it, and, and now he's uh, a, a narcissistic egomaniac on steroids, and uh, which he always was. Really doesn't give a shit about the people. You know how? How? Here's my thing. How is uh, the majority of the people that are exposed to someone who is COVID positive? Have to quarantine for 14 days, but he walks out in under 72 hours. He does a drive-by, he does a fly-by, and then he comes into the White House and rips the mask off and reinfects the White House. That was shut down. That about 30 people have been sick counseling. You're not even talking about, you know, the people that are really not involved in politics, like the people that work in the kitchen and the butlers and, you know, every, the, the people that clean up the White House that are now exposed. Man, do you really believe all that? No. <laughs> no. Because I don't think a person... Right, listen, Stephen Miller don't got no, got, don't got no damn COVID. Right? That, that, that press secretary chick don't got no damn COVID. This is a, this is a huge... I, I don't care how people feel about what I'm about to say. That just a hoax. Name none of them sick. I, I started thinking the same thing. I started or, thinking. all right, maybe I shouldn't say that, right, because I don't have all my facts. All right, let's say they are sick, right? Maybe they've been sick all this time, and now they just want to decide to come out and say they all had COVID. Hmm. Remember, White House is top secret stuff. We don't really know the truth of what goes on in the White House. That's top secret stuff. No one knows really what goes on in there. That stuff is heavily encrypted, and you got to have clearance to know what's going on in there. Oh, they leak things. They leak what they want right. you to know. Right. But you don't really know what's going on in there. That guy Trump probably had that thing for you for, for a couple of months now, okay? These past couple of months, he probably was already infected with the virus or, you know, he probably got antibodies already. That's why he's walking around without a mask, you know? Yeah. He's not the only one, to be honest with you. Some of these people you see walking around without a mask, a lot of them have antibodies, and they feel like those antibodies is, is protecting them from being reinfected. So, so, so Trump says next Monday we get the vaccine. You gonna line up? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, man. You first. Ooh, pharmaceuticals are ready to cash in. Uh, I mean, I was reading Pfizer, right? And Pfizer was like, no, we want to go through the FDA process. Of course, Pfizer got their own arterial motors, but, uh, you know, they're like, oh, we'd rather go through the FDA process. We don't want to just throw a vaccine out there that, you know, we don't want to do this for political reasons. <laughs> the FDA, that's like the community boy well, with a rubber stamp. 
there you go. There you go. That's pretty much what they are. That's a great example. You know, that 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 that's a joke. I, I'm be honest with you, man. And this is probably why it's gonna be hard for me to have kids, or it's gonna be hard for me to like find a female to understand. I don't really believe in medicine, man. <laughs> well, a lot of the medicine you have now has probably more side effects than it cures. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I have really bad allergies. And, and I know people can hear it on the mic sometimes when I'm on this podcast. I have really bad allergies. And I've taken every single over-the-counter drug you can imagine, and it's never worked. Nothing has worked for me. Your body has rejected it. You know, you probably used it so much that, you know, it's just like, you know, bacteria, you know, and, and viruses. They build I'll tell you a story. more ventures and constantly change and mutate. I'll tell you a story. You remember when I came back from vacation? I'm going back to that story. Okay. I was real sick. Mm-hmm. I was really sick. Like, I really could not get out of bed. I went to the doctor. They told me I didn't have the flu. I was like, so what the hell do I have? They told me I had a viral illness, whatever the hell that means. Okay. And, you know, so COVID was not really brought into the discussion yet in America yet because this was around the end of November, around right after Thanksgiving, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, COVID was in China already, but I had just got on a flight from Florida. I came back from Orlando. And I was so sick, man, for the first two days. You know what I did, man? I went in there and got some honey, some onions, some garlic, some tea, and put a little hint of salt in there. Because, look, the Tylenol wasn't working. The Motrin wasn't working. I had the chills. I had a fever. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have a cough, but I had a sore throat. I was all I was done, man. And I was taking all these remedies, these home remedies that our grandmothers tell us about, right? Mm-hmm. In two days, Ed, I got up and I felt really good. Now, when I was taking the Motrin, the Tylenol and all that, I felt like I was getting sicker. Mm. I mean, I still feel like I had that COVID back in November. People don't believe me, but I told them that COVID's been here before January, February, March. I was like, that jump felt like COVID. The way they described the COVID today, that's how I felt. But for some reason, in two days, my body fought it off. Well, now, I never got an antibody test, so I can't tell y'all if it's true or not. I never got one. They, I did get tested for COVID, and I came back negative three times. So, mm-hmm. well, that's a good. But thing. that's my story about medicine. Well, I I can tell you one thing. There's in New York City right now. I'm just so afraid that they're going to shut everything down because we're having clusters pop up in certain zip codes. And, yeah, that's uh, scary, man. Yeah. So maybe I should stay in DC for a couple of more weeks, huh? Uh, that'd be a good idea. Uh, <laughs> you know, they're shutting down these schools, and what's happening is the uh, Orthodox community, uh, feels like they've been targeted so they're not too happy you know with the governor and uh this is hearsay now i don't know if it's the fact but it's been said that rabbis are telling their congregants not to go and get themselves tested yeah i believe it though because that's against their religion depending on what of course it depends on what religion it is in the jewish community you know they have different you know, factions. 
well, if I'm sick and I, I need to feel better, I think I should take a test to find out what the hell is wrong with me. Yeah. You know, this ain't a Star Trek where they, you know, run these things around your body and Spock can tell you what the hell is wrong with you. You know, we're, <laughs> we're not there yet, you know. Or maybe we were, we're just in reverse, you know. Ooh, who said that? <laughs> you caught that one. Yeah, but uh, it's it's very disturbing now. Um, you know, like I said, coming up, you know, we got the local elections, we got state, we got city all combined up in one. And then you have, you know, uh, crime on the rise and defunding of the police or, or defunding is another fancy word of just moving money from one place to another or that money was never there. Um, so we got some some issues to tackle and I, I, I really think people, if you never voted, you need to vote now. Uh, you still got time to find out uh, who's running in these elections and do some homework on them. Look at your neighborhood. Walk down the street and look at it and say, do I like the way it looks? Or do I want to see change? Is the person that's representing me right now doing a good job? Well, if they're not, well, then we need to find an alternative. Which is the better candidate? Simple as that. Either you want change. I have no, I have no disagreement with that. Either you want change or you want to stand still. Because well, I, well, I, I mean, you know. It all depends on too. Everybody's everybody's taste is different. Everybody's situation is different. But I'm gonna let you continue. Well, here's my thing. Everything is out on the table right now. You, you know, you see what's going on. Crime is on the rise. You got homeless encampments all over the city. You have uh, shelters masquerading uh, behind hotels. Um, you know, there's a lot of shit going on and it should start to wake the people up. Like, wait a minute, where are my tax dollars going? Why is my representative not uh, doing what I would like him to do for my community? Should I vote for him or should I give the, the new person a shot? Or, 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 or the 21 year old that we had on the show, because the, the younger demographics is getting more active. If you look at our state assembly, uh, I'm in uh, Khalil Anderson. How old is Khalil, Jeff? Uh, he's 24, I believe. 24 years of age. So that's yeah. just showing you that the people in power are failing the populace because now the yeah. youngest demographic is saying, we're not going to stand for this anymore and we're going to make a difference and we're going to go against the machine Win, lose, or draw. But you know what? They're starting to win. They are starting to win. It all started with AOC. And now look at what's going on. Exactly. So either you pay attention and give the people what they want, or they're going to remove you. Simple as that. And, and it's not just about Democrat or Republican. I mean, no. I'm going to tell you right now, um, even though I'm here in the DMV area right now, there's a huge election going on in Baltimore right now. Okay. A lot of people probably understand why, why is he down here and everything. You know, I was moving my mom in down here. You know, she's going to be living here for now. 
Okay. You know, I got her out of Rockaway. She's been living in Rockaway for 40 plus years. Wow. Um, you know, I, I felt like I had to give her a different, a different life, a different view, you know, um, good thing. Small story short, you know, um, there's a big election going on in Baltimore that I keep hearing about here. Okay. And there's this black woman who's a Republican and she's running for Congress out there in Baltimore and she's really gaining steam. Hmm. And it really goes to show you how change can come from so many different directions. When you have one party or you have one group that has failed you for years and years, people are going to eventually revolt and they're going to go and give the other side a chance, whether that's Republican, Democrat, independent, libertarian, uh, and stuff like that. And she's a black woman. Yeah, you know, she's up on the Trumps behind a little bit, but she's actually gaining steam. She has a lot of support from different groups, white people, blacks, Hispanics, a whole woman movement out there. Like, she's like, hey, I'm going to end the crime in Baltimore. I'm going to create initiatives. I'm going to clean up the place. You know, I'm going to make sure I, I create programs that have a better life for people here in Baltimore. And I'm like, this girl is all over the place, man. She's been in D.C. for the last couple of days, and she's raised $300,000 already. What position? She's for know, Congress? People got to understand that party doesn't really mean that. What I see right now in her, man, is a very powerful, strong, educated black woman. Mm-hmm. And she's determined. Yeah. You know? You know, yeah, she's a Republican. Some of her ideas are a little, are a little effed up. But, um... She's stepping up, though, and I'm going to give anybody credit. I don't care what party you represent. If you're willing to step up and make some type of change, I'm all for it, man. Yeah, but, Jeff, you got to be down with the party people or you, you, you lose your space in the pecking order. Yeah, I mean, that's not going to be true for long. I, I, hope, I, yeah, I hope you're correct because uh, it's time to take things in a, in a new direction. You know, um, too many communities are being underrepresented, uh, underrepresented, and underserved for uh, far too long. And I think it should just wake people up to really uh, do their due diligence and research these candidates and find out what kind of platform are they going to offer you. Right. You know, go. And, and I don't want anybody to vote against their own interests. If you really feel like Trump's a good candidate for you, you know, then go ahead. If you really feel like Biden is the better candidate, you need to vote for Biden. But just think about the overall picture here, people. Don't just think about yourself. Think about your kids. Think about everybody else around you, you know, before you make a choice. I don't know how you feel about that, Ed, but, you know, I feel like we shouldn't just be voting for our own interests. We should be voting for the greater good like of everyone well another thing that we can add into that is you know when you go to vote remove the hatred out your minds and your heart because that's is going to destroy america because believe it or not they don't care about you either as much as you think you're you're more superior than others they don't care Mm -hmm. about you they don't you can still hate us. You know, we're black. You can still hate us all you want. But just think about it now. They screw you over, too. So you might as well come on this side. hmm Because the people in power don't give a shit about the guy downstairs. They don't care about the middle class. They're just playing a game. And this is like, this is probably, probably the reality show 
of the decade. Yeah, we'll never, we'll actually never have a president like this again. I hope hell no, we don't. Honestly, I don't think you, I don't think you'd ever get any worse. You can't, because this is the worst in my lifetime I've ever seen it. I've never seen it. I, I, I told, I told my wife, this is like, uh, the Groundhog Day of, of Twilight Zone. The shit won't end. No, no, it won't. You know, I'm just like enough already. Like, you know, when you when you Jeff, when you turn on a on a TV and you see the president, there was a time that people used to want to sit down and hear positive things of what the president has to say or his ideas for the American people instead of calling people names and turning this group against this other group, you know, that that to me is, is, is problematic. And then when you see grandfathers up there in their mid seventies, mud slinging, you know, like the, like the Jets versus the shark or the bullies in high school, you know, that to me is, is very embarrassing. And it's, it's like we're on a, a fast decline because what I see, yeah, I mean, I honestly, I honestly don't think the country is going to improve even if Biden wins. I honestly don't think so. People will be more comfortable. People will be more comfortable with him as a president. It'll change our image for sure. But I'm being honest, man. It don't matter really who's going to be. It, it, nothing's really going to change, man. Both of them are really unfit. Well, and and then and, and I don't see how Obama kept this guy around for eight years, man. I, I'm I'm shocked. Well. That's another topic for discussion. So <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. But um, I, I just, you know, I, I like the young lady we had, uh, Severino, Shalise Severino. I, I, I like that. Oh, man, she's, you know, she's so wonderful, man. Yeah. Just... I, I, I think I got a crush. <laughs> a, a, bre- a breath of fresh air. Uh, hearing ideas from someone respectfully, respectfully have a crush, meaning like, you know, like I I really admire who she is. Like she really, I don't have to agree with everything she say, but at the same time, no, man, all I see is another black person, another black woman, Mm -hmm. young black woman, Mm -hmm. very educated, very intelligent, stepping up to the plate because essentially it's not enough of us yet that that's willing to do that. She's very bold. You know, she's very honest, very innocent. And, and I really think that we need more more blood like that. Exactly. We need more fresh blood like that. So, so Jeff, how many uh, candidates are running in her district that you know of now? That's 32. It's a lot, man. I'm getting a lot of leads, man. I mean, but I can only I can only tell you this two confirms, but uh, there's a lot of leads out there. You got Lou Simon. Mike Scala's name is being brought out there a lot. Okay. Uh, Halas Sheikh might give his might give his uh, run again. You have another Republican woman, and Howard Beach that's going to run. I don't really know who she is. Well, we'll find. Uh, you know, Lou Simon. You know, Lou Simon is going to be definitely running. Okay, so this is going to be an interesting one. So, how many candidates are on uh, the thirty first district? Since there's a special uh, election coming, there's way too many. Way too many, man. Yeah, I'm hearing way, way too many. I'm hearing there's a lot of hats in the thrown in. I mean, I'll I'll tell you who my three serious candidates are. Really, like the only three that I can tell you who's being real serious about it right now. Manuel Silva's out there grinding. Okay. 
Uh, Frank Joseph is definitely real about running. Okay. And then um, I'm here with Savina. You know, Savina is really out there trying to run. Uh, Paysock, you know, we spoke with him a few times. He's still in the, up in the air, so we understand. Well, we invited, you know? we invited Paysock on the show. We invited Savina. And if they're running, why don't they want to come on the show? Because we definitely got some questions for you. You know, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think I think we uh, solidified ourselves. I don't mean to pat ourselves on the back and be cocky, but uh, we've proven that we can get anybody on the show. So, you know, if they're not scared, I mean, Skylar's been on here now. You know, Miss Savarino's been on here now. I mean, come on now. I mean, the West is really showing y'all off. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all really, you know, Manuel came on here. He's the only one I think for the thirty-first district that joined our show. Exactly. You know. You know, we had Khalil on here. He's already the assembly, you know, I mean, already. I just don't get it with people. Exactly. You know, so uh, don't be afraid, you know. Hey, you know, well, all respects to Frank Joseph. I, I think he did reach out to us. We just got to book him. Right, right, right. Or am I wrong? No, no, he, he's he's coming up. He's coming up. Uh, I reached out to Dr. Sean Rux. Uh, I'll speak to him and, and have him come on. Oh, I forgot he's running, too. I so I want to speak to anyone. And there's actually a, a young lady that works in Senator Sanders' office who's who's running. Uh, and I have her contact information and I'll reach out to her and, you know, see if she wants to come on, you know. Uh, I mean, wow. I mean, I'm very shocked that so many people want to throw their hat in the ring, you know. Well. There can only be one winner. Well. You're right about that, but is it who the party wants or what the people want? I think it should be what the people wants. Yeah, I mean, you know, being real, they gotta play their game. They gotta play their games. I, you know, and, I'm not with the the pecking order party people. I'm not down with that. No, nah, and you know. I'm still, you know, I'm still contemplating myself about running for district leader. So, you know, really, that's up in the air as well. I, yeah, I think we need a, uh, we 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 definitely need to shake things up. And I'm willing to work with anybody. I don't care if we disagree or agree, but I think it's time that we 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 start changing changing the face of this district. The past, and uh, you know, we we really gotta. You know, I know you hate when I say this, but a lot of these old geezers gotta go, man. Oh man, geezers! Couldn't you pick up another euphemism? All right. Well, I'm sorry. These these old, experienced, outdated people got to go. Old, experienced, outdated. I smell insults all over that. Uh, I, I mean, I'm just saying they're very experienced in life, of course. And I'm not saying that I can't take advice from them. And I can't learn from them. But this is a different world we live in now. Okay. But you know, like they they're really not up with the times, man. A lot of these people in power, man, they're not up with the times, man. They want to keep us back in the 50s and 60s. and We can't have that, man. Hey, yeah, Mitch McConnell. You got a lot of them. Yeah. yeah, same goes for them, too. Pelosi, all of them, they're they're ancient. They're really ancient, and it's, and it's time for... I mean, you, well, what's that congressman that always falls asleep in the, in the house, man? Sure. Yeah, he's like the oldest... Remember, he'd been in Congress for 30-something years. He refuses to retire. I, can't I forgot that guy's name. I can't get up for that. I mean, this is ridiculous, man. How is he able to stay in power this long, man? Like, 
because no way runs against them or her. And they stay there. It's insane, man. I'm about to there. move to his district, man, and run against him. Whose district are you talking about? <laughs> Say it again. I'm about to I'm about to move to Kentucky somewhere, man, and run against him. Shoot. You don't want to go to no damn Kentucky. Man, I don't even want to I don't even want to be here in the DMV right now, to be honest with you. Hey, I mean, you you get that out the way, you know. And I mean, while you're down there, enjoy the, the crab cakes and seafood. <clears throat> oh yeah, seafood is great down here. But um, you know, New York City is very racist too, man. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you right now, they're very racist there too. You, so, did you have a recent experience that would make you uh throw that out like that? Yeah. Well, yeah, man. I mean, I I live in a community with some races, so you know, like I they, they they live near me, and then I don't go to Staten Island at all. So, well, racism is everywhere. It is, but I don't know for some reason people think because they live in New York City that it don't exist here. It's just like I. I I've been down south a lot, and, and I've never really been – I've only been called the M-word in New York. That's the crazy part. Mm. Well, it, it, it's a giant melting pot, but it, there's no shortage of ignorance. I mean, we got a lot of Patricks out here. And if, if you don't know who, who Patrick is, just, you know, watch SpongeBob. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, no, he didn't just go there. Oh, man. <laughs> we have a lot of those out there. Yeah, a lot of people living on the rocks, man. You know, uh, and a lot of the, a lot of the racism, not all, has to deal with just pure ignorance. You know, um, and these people don't want to embrace other cultures, religious beliefs, or nationalities. It's just all about them. They're very selfish people, and now you you have a president who speaks their language and he doesn't condemn them. So he's just emboldened them. And that's why people are walking around with a chip on their shoulder or they're on edge or they can't smile or say hello or good morning or, you know, that's not healthy to feel like that. I mean, I mean, Jeff, you know, why is it when, when I'm in a, a, a giant convenience store, and you think people are mostly buying clothes, and I see them buying ammunition. What the hell's going on? You know, people are scared. Right. And you know, people see all these burning of buildings, tearing down statues. They see these white supremacists going in, bringing, putting kids involved, giving kids AR-15s. It's very frightening. You know, uh, it's really scary, but uh, that's why I try and turn the news off, man. Yeah, it's just really nothing to, you know, my youngest son said, he's like, Daddy, if we turn off all the TVs and the internet for two months, everything will go back to normal. <laughs> I was like, You're right. I mean, I really wish that was a thing, man. Like, some people use social media for, like, the wrong things, aside from political stuff, man. You got people out there crying about their, their baby daddies, their baby mamas, and you know, these people are very miserable, man. Oh, you people on unemployment are getting paid more than me, and I have to work during the pandemic, and you got these petty people. Wow. Oh, I hate this virus. I can't go and party anymore. I can't be this popular person anymore. Yeah, but Jeff, they, they created this virtual world, because now, like, how many different websites 
or apps that are like a copycat of TikTok now. I, I see them all over the place. I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah. You know, um, but I guess it, you know, maybe COVID is creating these things, making people it feel is. feel good about themselves. And they're using it as an excuse now. Well, I, I, I you know, well, there's, there's probably a, a huge uh, mental health aspect coming into play with uh, it is. people being depressed and out of work and uh, the, the fear and uncertainty of how they're going to pay their bills or keep a roof over their head or how to feed their children. But then, you know, we supposed to have a sick president and he's telling you there's no stimulus until I win the election. So that person that's struggling to get by and put food on the table, that's the last thing that they want to hear, whether you're a Republican, Democrat, or independent. That's the last thing they want to hear. Because you know what? It's time to start putting the partisan bullshit aside and use some fucking common sense. Seriously. Because I no, I agree with you, man. I, it's time for everybody to just go independent now. Leave these parties alone. Our children are watching us, and they're watching us closely. And we're dropping the ball big time. The whole world laughed at us at our last presidential debate. Yeah, we lack leadership from both sides. Exactly, it's horrible. It's horrible. You know, it's almost like you just want to reboot. You know. You know, makes you want to just, you know, go into the matrix and just unplug everything. Boop, 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 boop. You know, but it's, 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 it's really uh, scary, but I, I think the majority of the American people are smarter than what they show us, you know, and the media doesn't help because they fan the flames, you know. You got so many names for the media and it, it's, it's, I'm sick of it now. I'm sick of the name calling, you know, I'm sick of, you know, it's like gangs out in the street, you know, here's my thing. You know what? If you want to go into the military, then join the army, Navy, Air Force, Marines. Don't go and buy all their clothes and pretend you're a goddamn soldier or sailor. <laughs> you want to be a police officer and you got your shit on backwards. <laughs> I'm looking at it, I'm like, what the fuck is this? These, that's not militia. These people are dangerous, Jeff. They're really dangerous, man. You know, and, and, and it's very troublesome to think about the elections coming up. Um, uh, I'll be honest with you. Um, I've actually spoken to the Proud Boys leader on Facebook multiple times. Which one? <laughs> uh, uh, Rico. I, I don't know what to say about that kid. Well, he's a grown man, uh, not even a kid. But like he, yeah, I mean, he said we're a group of uh, uh, we like to argue about politics and and drink beer and then okay, so how did that go against uh, you, uh, Karen? You you know who he is. You know who he is, man. Me and you was in the group down there in Florida. And me, me, and you went went at it with him. That's him. Really? That's the leader of the Proud Boys. I I got his number, man. I'm not gonna hold you. I, I got his number. I left that group because they were jackasses. Oh, they are. They are. They really entertaining. But uh, 
you know, um, I, I got his number, man. Like, I, I can call him, man. I'm going to tell you right now, people don't really know who they really are. Like, they're really some lone wolves. Well, you know what? Let's, let's get him on the show. I got you. I can make that happen. Let's get him on the show. I, I know the dude, man. Like, and the guy is hilarious. I'm going to be honest with you. He's real hilarious. Like, I, I wouldn't be scared of this man if I was in front of him. I really wouldn't. He's real hilarious. Like, his, his mindset is just really, really out there, man. Well... I don't know. And I'm sure he listens to our show, too. He's a little out there, man. Uh, I think all of them are a little out there. He tried to run for office, but that didn't work out for him too well. well isn't he the leader of Republicans for Trump for the state of Florida or something? Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. But uh, he, he'll tell you that he's he's here for us. I'll, I'll let people listen to what he got to say when he come on. Like, he, so, Jeff, you, you know, got his number. Let's get him yeah. on. Let's get him on. I got you. And let's let him explain himself. Maybe I'm confused. That that's why I'm telling people. I'm like, yo, man, this guy is no white supremacist group is gonna let a black Cuban run run their organization. It's not happening. Exactly. Stand down, but stand by. The hell is that? What the hell is that? I'm be honest with you. I, he knows I feel this way. I think they're just Trump's posse, man. That's all they are. They're just Trump's posse. Really. Well, we, they, yeah, we just a, posse. a lot of other people who had posse. They, they, they're not trying to kill. They're not trying to kill black people, man. I, I promise you. Um, I don't know what to believe anymore. You know, there's just so much hatred that I see going on in this in this country. You know, it's very sickening. You know, it's very sad too. You know. I don't know if it's just social media just puts it right in your face 24-7. You know, you know, I, there's so many videos that I could see of people getting beat up or shot or, you know, some other nonsense, you know. You know, maybe my son had a point, like, just shut everything down. You know, just shut it down. But, we need to. You know, so... uh but uh, I'm, I'm going to leave it off like this and just tell people, you know, make sure you come out and vote and ask everyone the right questions that's trying to represent you. What are you bringing to the table? Why should I vote for you? Okay? And I think that um, there are going to be a lot of upsets in these elections, not just locally, but nationally. I think the American people are going to speak. And I think you're gonna see a lot of AOC action taking place. Oh yeah, it's, it's already happened already in New York. So mm -hmm. it's coming soon everywhere else. You know, so uh, don't take anything for granted because it's like any given Sunday, you could take a beat down. You know, so, uh, Jeff, on that note. Yeah, you be safe up there, man. I'm, I'm exactly. stuck here for another week. Exactly. Well, we, we'll be in touch. Enjoy the crab cakes. We'll be in touch. Yeah, absolutely, man. Be safe. You're already on my phone call away. Okay. Gotcha.